Welcome, everybody. Um, for those of you who don't know me, my name's Chloe Bellatori, and I'm a communication and relationship expert. I'm a graduate of Princeton University and Pat Allen's Want Institute. And I've been doing this work for a little over a decade now. I work with men, I work with women, I work with couples, I work with teenagers. Um, I've also written three books on this work here, um, which I will put in the chat right now. These are some of my basic credentials, my website, my Instagram, where you can find some stuff. I'm also about to start teaching a module, um, which we go into this work in greater detail, and it's a smaller group. And so those are really great. That's a great way to learn this work quickly, economically. So if you're interested in that, that's the module packages link that I put in here. Um, okay. I don't have Raul tonight, so I'm admitting everybody myself. Um, okay, so what is this work? I use the tools of Eric Burns' transactional analysis. I use tools from Pat Allen's androgynous semantic realignment. I also use tools that I created myself because as I said, I've been at this for a while. I found this work when my marriage was foundering. I'm now 20 years, 21 years almost married. But at the 10 year mark, we were really in trouble. And um, I had seen an incredible result in a neighbor who had started a group with Dr. Pat Allen. And because of that result, which was like, you know, she went from being a single mom to getting an amazing job, making a lot, a lot of money, um, marrying guy of her dreams. I mean, her whole life really turned around in a period of like three years. And that impressed me. Um, and so when I saw those results, I was like, oh, I want to check that out. <laughs> Even though I didn't really know how it was going to help me or what was going to work or even really why I was unhappy or my life wasn't going the way that I wanted it to. Um, I had not yet connected that directly to my childhood trauma. Um, a lot of times when we see problems in relationships and relating, what we're seeing is the result of childhood trauma because any trauma that we've had um, in childhood, because it occurs between the ages of zero to 12, tends to have a greater effect on us than anything that happens afterwards. So, you know, Freud postulated, basically, you live from zero to 12, and then the rest of your life is getting over it. Um, now, whether you had, a, you grew up in a relatively happy home, or maybe you grew up in a relatively unhappy home, it's not really... Um, that doesn't really, that differentiation doesn't matter as much as just understanding the fact that being a child can often just be traumatic, whether your parents were well-intended or ill-intended, because you're entering into an existing society, you know, it's kind of like becoming an immigrant, um, and, and when you enter, you know, your home, and so you have to, humans have 
basic needs of authenticity and attachment. But when you're young, you really have to attach, right? Because human infants, children, we can't survive on our own. Um, so we really have to pick attachment. And oftentimes that's at the cost of our authenticity. Um, later in life, when we try to use the strategies that um, we used in childhood to make sure we got along with the people who own the refrigerator, for example, um, these coping mechanisms, which we thought were based on existential truths, really aren't. And when we bring them into our adult lives and specifically into our relationships, they often backfire. These strategies are often collectively called childhood scripting or life scripting. And that's actually one of the topics that we go into when I teach this work um, in the module packages is the life script and understanding that so you can understand your life better. Really, this work is based on getting you what you want. I've never really seen results like I've seen with this work. I had been a longtime patient of traditional kind of emotive therapy where you go and you listen and they talk and and or they listen and you talk and they don't say too much, right? And that's nice because you get reflected and you get to get things off your chest. But oftentimes, you know, after a while it gets old because your life's not changing. And um, so I kind of got sick of that kind of traditional therapy. When I found this work, I was I was sold because, again, of the results that I saw. Okay, so it's based on, yes, excavating childhood trauma, understanding um, your life script. What we look for when we look for successful relationships is really that balance of feminine and masculine energy. All of us are feminine. All of us are masculine, okay? Um the most successful relationships are balanced. And that includes the relationship that you have with yourself. Now we often become imbalanced as the result of these coping mechanisms or survival strategies that we develop in childhood, which means basically that we are sometimes leading with our masculine side when we need to be leading with our feminine side and vice versa. We're leading with our feminine side when we need to be leading with our masculine side. And so that's called ego dystonia. And that's what, what I specifically work on. Um, okay, brief definition of feminine and masculine, also known as yin and yang. So these feminine and masculine are, are really kind of misunderstood terms, but basically feminine energy also known as yin energy, is the right brain, right? It's anything to do with sensuality, sexuality, spirituality. It's the world of feelings. It's receiving. It's passive, patient, vulnerable, vulnerable. <laughs> I know a lot of us don't like being vulnerable, um, especially if we've had any childhood drama. Um, feminine energy is in the world to make it fun, but it's not of the world. And feminine energy is often represented as flowers. Then we've got the left brain, which is the logical yang energy, the masculine energy, linear thinking, competitive, conquering, controlling, 
giving, nurturing, taking care of. These are masculine traits. Um, okay. So masculinity is often symbolized um, by bricks. Masculine energy is very much of the world. And most of us are in our masculine energy when we're at work because when we're at work is when <clears throat> we're we're dealing with ideas, we're active, we're doing stuff, you know. So all of us are usually in masculine energy when we're at work. For some of us who want to be feminine in our relationships, we have to take a moment to switch into that when we come home from work or when we stop working. Um <clears throat> we're living right now in the generation of very strong women, which is great and wonderful. Um, feminism, though, was more an economic movement than it was a psychological one movement. So a lot of my clients are really successful, perhaps in, you know, their professional life, but not as successful in their love life, because it does take some consciousness to move to switch, to code switch from the two. Consciousness, what does that mean? Well, <clears throat> consciousness as defined by Carl Jung is the balance of feminine and masculine energy. And so it's this balance that I'm gonna keep coming back to. I always give an introduction and then my favorite part is getting questions from you guys. And so you guys can ask me anything about love, about relationships, about dating. Those are really my areas of specialty. Um, but also communication. These tools will translate wherever you take them because they're based on truth, okay? Because they're based on the basic duality that we have here on planet Earth. Um, so that's why I love them because you can look at literature. And that's one of the things that we do in the module. You, look at, you can look at literature, you can look at movies, you can look at reality TV, you can take examples from your own life. You can... We had in the last module, there was a woman who had been um, at a lunch with a couple and she saw the breakdown in the communication and she very clearly saw that they were having a power struggle, which was really based on this imbalance between them of the yin and yang energies. And so these are the kinds of things that I work on when you see these dynamics it does give you an edge. It does um, level up your consciousness, your awareness, your relationships. Um, <clears throat> I don't think it's an unfair advantage because we're using it for love. But if I do find out that people aren't using it for love, then I don't work with them anymore. So that's just a statement about my work and my integrity. It doesn't happen that often, but it has happened. Um, Okay, so now I'm going to open it up for questions, and you guys can ask me questions, um, and I also love to hear your updates. So you guys can ask me questions um, about any of the topics aforementioned, um, family issues, work relationships as well. Um, okay, let's see. Either raise your hand and put that your questions into the chat. Okay. I'm seeing this question from Nell. On the weekdays, how can I find a girlfriend? <clears throat> Please let me know. Okay. So, Nell, where are you? Let me unmute you. 
Nil, can you talk? Hello. Hi. Hi. So what's going on with you? Are you doing the flirting that I taught you? Uh, nope, because I, I have a vacation right now. Okay. So are you doing any of the flirting that I taught you? Do you remember the five flirts? Yeah, I, I do remember, but I, I didn't do. Okay. okay, so that's my best advice for you is to do those five flirts. And what that means is I especially want you to focus on doing the flirting where you're seated. You know, the one day a week where you pick a spot where you like the women there and you and you sit down either with a book or your phone, stay 45 minutes or an hour. And when you see someone you like, try the eye contact and smile at the same time. And if you get a good response, that's your cue that you can open a conversation. Okay. Are you there? Okay. Well, I know you're nervous to approach women, but this rubric will help you. And I'm not hearing you right now. Really? Okay. Oh, there you are. Okay. Do you understand? Yep. Okay. Okay. Try that and let me know how it goes. Okay. okay. And since you're free on the weekdays now, you can do it. You can do a few more seated flirts if you want, but at least do one. Okay. But on the weekdays, it's, it's very hard to find them. Okay. Well, yeah, you'll have to work a little harder then. Okay. So what's the best what's the best place can i find them i mean that's really up to you and what your interests are you know i have clients who meet people at dog parks i have clients who just simply go to the starbucks down the block um you know you do something that you enjoy and go somewhere where you oh that's a good idea somebody put in the chat barnes and noble Go somewhere where you um, like the look of the women there, you know, where you think you you might, you know, like someone. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll try it. Yeah, try it. Okay. So that's um, something that I assign nil is the five flirts. And so for single people wanting to flirt in person, well, flirting in person is really essential. I don't like people just to be reliant on the apps, especially now that COVID is over. Um, but for single people, it's good to practice flirting five days a week. Four of those flirts are on the move. So in the course of your day, you know, going to the grocery store, um, you know, picking up your dry cleaning, whatever it is, when you see someone you like, you do the five seconds of eye contact with the smile, same time. And then if you're feminine energy, that's the cue that the masculine energy can approach. If you're masculine energy, then you approach if you get that cue. Then one day a week, you plant yourself somewhere where you like the look of the people there, like I was saying to Nil. So some people are learning golf for that reason. Um, you know, maybe it's the coffee shop by the fire station. Um, so, you know, you can play around with that. But the nice thing about the seated one is that if you keep going to the same spot, people will start to get to know you 
and then they'll have more comfortability and naturally it will be easier to meet people. Okay. Okay, Raul. Do you have a question for me? Yeah, hello. How are you doing today? Um, I'm first good, time in your group. Oh, welcome. Uh, thank you for having me. So I have a question. So me personally, I haven't been able to speak to women, not because I'm not able to hold a conversation or I'm not able to, you know, distinguish ways to approach them, but because uh, back when I was in college, there was a lot of infidelity that I engaged in. And I kind of, I guess I want to say I kind of traumatized, trauma, traumatized myself with it. Mm -hmm. And I get, what I want to ask you is, how can I go ahead and engage in a relationship, even with knowing how easy it takes for someone to cheat because of the cheating that I've done in the past? And how can I just go ahead and get rid of those insecurities? Mm, good question. So how long ago was that? I want to say probably like two years ago. Okay. Two years ago. Okay. So it's um, been a couple of years. And yeah. have you just been like not dating at all since then? Yeah. For the okay. most part. So one of the things that you really have to look for when you're dating and this is like basically the hallmark of integrity, which I, I'm happy to hear you're learning. It's like, right. When you cheat on someone, you really hurt yourself, right? Yes. The you hurt part, the other yes. person too, but you know, a man is only as good as his word. So if you don't have your word, you literally have nothing. And so, you know, you learned a really hard lesson there um, that it's bad for you. So what you look for in yourself and in partners is do your deeds and words line up? So, you know, do you say what you mean and mean what you say, for example? Yeah. Um, you know, because words are really nice, but it's actions that really, you know, make the man. Um, when you start noticing that your words and actions aren't lining up, that means that you're slipping. If you start noticing that your potential partner's words and deeds aren't lining up, those are red flags. Um, you know, and it can be you like when you learn some of this work, you can see things so clearly. So even in the setting up of the date, right, you will be able to see are there words and deeds lining up? Like if did if she said she'd be ready to talk to you at seven and you called her at seven and or him, this work is works for homosexual relationships, too, because it's still about the balance of energy. So when you call that person who said they'll be available at seven, are they available at seven? Or do they then tell you at nine, oh, sorry, that I was da 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 right? These are just little things, but they add up. Sometimes it's so difficult to make a plan with somebody that you just abandon making that plan because it's like, it's such a bad um, first impression, right? If you can't even negotiate getting your plan done, um, it's very, it's, you know, it doesn't bode well for the communication for the future of the relationship. Now, do you, I was just kind of assuming, but do you, in your relate in your next relationship, do you want to get your feelings cherished or your thoughts respected? Everybody wants both. But when you're in a 
conflict or in awkward situations, we use this rubric so that we don't have power struggles. So which do you want more? Do you know? One's the masculine and one's the feminine. I would say I would like to have my thoughts respected. For the okay, so part. thoughts respected, um, that's masculine. Great. Um, you said, I just want to flag you on one thing. You said, I would like. So this is another just little tip for you guys. Would like is different than the word want. I want to get my thoughts respected. I would like to get my thoughts respected. Those two phrases have a different impact, right? Of course. Okay. So it's like two people want to buy your car. The one person would like to buy your car. One person wants to buy your car. Who's getting the car? The person who wants to buy the car. So when you say the words would like, what you're sort of subconsciously telegraphing to the other people is you don't really think you're going to get it because it's the subjunctive tense, right? I would like, but you know, so it's not as strong as want, just FYI. So when you're talking and you're talking to yourself, try to use the word want. Okay. So you want to get your thoughts respected. Um, that means that you are going to be cherishing the woman's feelings. Okay. And these rules of communication, this is, um, a lot of this is Eric Burns work and it's also androgynous semantic realignment. So that means when you start with a thought, you inquire about her feelings. So I want to take you to dinner Friday night. How do you feel about that? For example. Okay. And so using some of these things, like if you make sure that when you are controlling that you're also cherishing, for example, like in the, in the example I just gave you, um, these things will help keep you kind of on the right track, keep you honest with yourself and with others about your commitments and prevent you from being a narcissist and prevent you from taking advantage of other people. So the reason that we have this rubric, especially in a conflict or a sticky situation, awkward situations, is because if I'm coming at you with my thoughts and feelings, then you have nowhere to go. You're a zero and I'm a 10. Okay. And that is an act of narcissism doesn't mean you're a narcissist, but that is an act of narcissism. Most people don't understand that and they don't know how to argue and they don't know how to communicate because we're not taught this stuff in school. Like, even though these tools are all based on psychological and scientific principles, there's a lot of theory that people are taught, but these actual tools to execute on the theory are relatively new. So that using that rubric of making sure that you are cherishing the woman's feelings, I think will help you. What do you think about starting there? That sounds like a, like a great place to start yeah, for the most part, since, I mean, it's not necessarily about controlling the feelings or the actions, but more about cherishing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in the, in the sense of like narcissistic actions. Right, right. This is, the, this is called negotiating with love. There's three ways to communicate. Bully with intimidation or fear. That's when you say, you're coming to dinner with me Friday night, like it or not, right? You don't ask about the feelings. Um, seducing with guilt or tears, which means 
I'm really sad you not asked me to dinner in so long. Would you please take me to dinner, brother? Okay. Um, which is the struggle for the feminine energy. And then this way, which I've just kind of really briefly outlined for you is negotiating with love. And that's really what I focus on in terms of communication styles. Okay. So try that out and let me know how it goes. I love to hear your guys' updates and um, you, you. you are so welcome. And you can reach out to me here. I'm going to put it in the chat again. You guys can reach out to me on Instagram or through meetup through my website. You can email me. Um, those are all my credentials in the chat. Okay. Susie, welcome. How can I help you? Hi, Chloe. Um, this is my first time joining this uh, group and uh, so far so good. So my, welcome. my question is pretty simple. So I've been doing online dating for couple months and uh it didn't go very well for me the situation right now is kind of like really hard to find a serious relationship even the short term and I kind of having trust issues to men I mean even at very first place we communicate what are you looking for okay we make sure we're on the same page we're looking for a long-term serious relationship but afterwards, just not like, you know, I feel like a man just keep telling me, keep saying the things that I, that they think women likes to hear because they don't want to piss you off or whatever. Hmm. And right now, I mean, I, I'm kind of give it up for dating, going out to see and just doing the same conversation first day, second day is kind of, it's kind of hurt. And I'm right. having these issues for men. Like, okay, I've been seeing this for the last, you know, I know what's going on. I know what, what kind of game you're trying to play. Like, like it's kind of hurt. But and why do you necessarily think they're running a game on you? I don't know. I feel like uh, online dating has a problem for sure. And uh, my generation, the men, they just like play the games naturally I mean I'm not blaming anyone it's kind of self-protection or whatever uh-huh but I feel like there's no honesty or you can just be honest if you don't want one relationship just if you want looking for something casual just let me know at first place but you know I don't know how to say it's just kind of women guts I don't know I'm kind of having trust issues too okay Okay. So a few things you said, your online dating is not going well. So sometimes I recommend to people that they get off online dating, at least for a little while, because it gets, like you said, it's super easy to burn out and it gets kind of impersonal. I mean, during COVID, that was one thing that was like the only way we could meet. Right. But now you don't need to only do online dating. You can go out, you know, everything's open. So, um, the thing about online dating is we're also not very good at predicting the things that will make us happy. So it sometimes can devolve into like a checkbox, a box checking exercise, you know? So it's like, you think that if they have these boxes, oh, then they're going to make me happy. Then you meet them. They don't make you happy. You have no chemistry or whatever it is. You're also dealing with an algorithm, which is just somebody's idea. It's not even as good as a matchmaker, right? Because they don't even know you. It's just a computer generated thing. Um, so 
you know, online dating can start to feel really impersonal and you can start to get really burnt out on it. So my first suggestion is for you to stop or take a break from it for a little bit and see if you can do some in-person flirting, like what I was telling Nil, you know, five days a week, four of them in the course of your day, one of them seated somewhere. You, you, you know, you, you decide on the place, but make it somewhere where you like the men that are there, you know, hotel, bar, golf course, um, you know, I mentioned people are getting dogs just to meet people, um, you know, but wherever it is, um, you know, there's a, there's an area near where I live where, you know, just a lot of the firemen hang out. So if you're interested in them, although they do have, I just read that firemen have the highest rate of infidelity. Okay. So that's the first thing. So try to do a little bit more in-person flirting. And I think, um, you know, it, it's also a little easier because when you get on the apps, I don't also, even if you do go back to the apps, don't have long conversations on the apps. Try to move it right into meeting. Don't talk to them for more than two weeks max, okay? Because sometimes you get lost in these conversations on the apps. Also, people aren't necessarily that good at convert at speaking and writing or people who are good at speaking and writing don't necessarily translate into being good at speaking when you meet them. So when you meet somebody, you know, if you have chemistry or you don't. And so that's why I like to get to the meeting first. If you're just doing in-person flirting, then you already know you're at that point, right? So I encourage you to go and do things that you enjoy and then just keep your eye out, you know, and try these, this method of flirting. Now, do you know which you which you want? Do you want your feelings cherished or your thoughts respected? Which do you want more? Yeah, I think I want more my thought be respect by others. You want your thoughts respected? Yeah. Okay. And that means that you're going to have to cherish a man's feelings. Okay cherish men's feelings yes that means that you're going to be the one controlling you're going to be the one planning the date you're going to be the one asking how they feel about something is that what you want uh, <laughs> i'm not sure <laughs> <laughs> well, i'm a little bit confused here yeah so um okay yeah, that sounds no good. that's yeah, fine but... look there are plenty of relationships that work that way oh, plenty that way. okay plenty of very successful relationships between masculine women and feminine men right um but i think i will prefer 50 50 okay well the thing about 50 50 is equality kind of what we want in relationships is equity more than we want equality equality tends to kill the chemistry and this is where the language of feminism kind of comes in and gets us in trouble because there actually are differences between men and women and there are differences between masculine and feminine energy and these differences these complementary energies is what make the relationship complete now if you want to be with somebody else who is very even and i mean that's the true definition of an alpha is somebody who has a very strong feminine side and a very strong masculine side so it's kind of what you're describing um then what you have to do is if you start with a feeling 
they have to respond with a thought. And if you start with a thought, they have to respond with a feeling like that. So if you say, you know, I want to go to dinner um, Friday night, for example, Mm-hmm. How, then you'd say, how do you feel about that? Okay. But if you said, um, I feel hungry, what do you think we should do? You know, do you, do you oh, have any ideas? Okay. Then that would be respecting his thoughts. For oh, okay. That's a you good know. one. So usually I'll just go, do you want to grab dinner on Friday? <laughs> okay. Okay. So yeah, think, give it a little thought and you know, you can also try it both ways. Like sometimes with some people, you might be more in your masculine and you want to lead more other people. You might be, want to be more in your feminine. You want to receive more. The important thing is that you don't go for both at the same time, because again, that's the act of narcissism. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I would try those. Okay. So yeah. So try that. And you know, if you do want to be in your feminine energy, you know, then you're going to be listening, you're going to be receiving. Um, You know, if you're in the masculine energy, you're the one asking questions, you're the one controlling the date. You see the differences? Oh, yes. No, I see. Thank you. And you can even look like now that you have this information, you can even look this week at like maybe some different couples or that, you know, or even celebrity couples and sort of try to start identifying who is the yin energy, who is the yang energy. And then if there's a conflict, it's almost always a power struggle, either for the yin energy or for the yang energy. Okay. Okay. I'll start from there. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Try it. Let me know how it goes. Sounds interesting. Yeah. (laughs) So first time I heard this theory. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Oh, good. Good. I know. I know the difference. Now I'm much more clear about the, yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Thank you for sharing you guys. I really, I, I love answering your questions and, um, Again, you can always reach out for, to me for a quick question. Longer that, than that, we can schedule a session. Um, or you can sign up as well. We're going to be starting the module one in two weeks from Saturday. And that's a really good opportunity to get you know the theory. We work on the theory, and then each person works on applying that theory to their life. And so that that can be really interesting. Okay. 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 Um, Pablo. Oh, wait, Susie, did you have another question? Because your hand was still up. Oh, I'm good. Thank you. Okay. Okay, cool. Okay, Pablo. Hi, Pablo. Okay, Pablo is not unmuting. Okay. Let's hey, go. it's Pablo. Oh, there you are. Okay. Hey, Hi, Chloe. Pablo. 
Hey, thanks for the uh, thanks for the seminar. It's really good. Uh, uh, you and uh, Susie kind of answered my question, um, which is uh, I'm finding online dating to be a complete waste of time and money, and uh, I've been thinking about um, um, only um, approaching women face to face. Um, I work at a museum. I'm pretty good at it. Uh, I'm going to go to a bookstore um, uh, weeknights and sit and read a book because um, I think um, I'm also going to start going to church on Sunday morning. That's yeah. a really good one. That's a really good one. I'm looking for a recent widow from San Marino. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. That's a joke. Everyone relax. Um, uh, yeah, no, because, uh, um, you know, these machines cannot measure chemistry. These machines cannot, you could look great on paper with someone and there's some human quality that the scientists, AI, will probably never be able to formulate, which is, does this person appeal to me or not? That's, it's yeah. unquantifiable. Yeah, and I can tell cool. you, I can tell you in one minute whether or not, you know. Yeah, men are even faster than women. Women, it sometimes will, yep. it, sometimes chemistry will build. Yeah. After a few dates, yeah. but men, if they don't, if it's not like in the first minute, then yep. or like the first eight, 15 seconds. I had this, I had this exact conversation with a woman at the museum. She said, how'd your first date go? I said, nah, it's not there. She said, go out with her again. Relationships have to build. And I said, no, you don't get it. It's either <laughs> yes or no. Well, and that's because gonna, for women, sometimes the chemistry can build. Yeah. So for a good relationship, you need chemistry, compatibility, and communication. Chemistry is like what you're talking about. That's a gift from God. You either have it or you don't. And it's really one of the things you can least work on. Like I said, sometimes yeah. for women, it will take a minute to build. Mm -hmm. And I do encourage women to give it at least three dates. Oh, um, wow. Oh. Yeah. Because I've had many clients who have said to me, Chloe, it's not there. I don't like him. I, you know, we're just friends. I'm just going to talk to him about this, this business idea I have. I already told him I'm not interested. And then what do you know? They end up kissing and suddenly they're in love, you know? So that has happened several <laughs> times. Um but okay. So, okay. Well, it sounds like you have what you need. So wait, so wait, you can flip what? that to advice for men. If the man is interested and you go on a date and you're not getting the, the positive vibe in response, go out with her again until she might build feelings for you. Yeah. I mean, if you are interested, huh. Huh. ask her huh. out again. Oh, you I know. love everyone. I love every woman that walks down the street. I'm easy. <laughs> yeah i mean even if you're not getting you know women own the word no it's okay to ask and it's okay yes. to say no it's only creepy if you keep pressuring beyond yeah. no then it's creepy okay all right excellent advice thank you so much thanks for okay let me know how it goes all right thanks thank you for sharing okay i thought okay helen hi helen 
I can barely hear you. Can you hear me? <laughs> there, that's better. Okay. Um, I'm new and I'm I'm just really intrigued by this masculine and feminine <laughs> energy that you're talking about. Um, yeah, it's a game changer understanding this. Yeah, because I've been told by several people that I have extremely passive feminine energy. And I've noticed that the men who approach me um, tend to be mm, abusive in some way or looking for someone who's very passive and mm -hmm. gentle and sweet and kind. And those are all, you know, wonderful attributes. It's only becomes a problem when someone takes advantage of that. Right. Yeah. And I think that, um, I mean, I even had a doctor, she was an alternative doctor and she's like, as soon as she met me, she's like, whoa, like you are putting out extremely passive feminine energy. And I bet the alphas are just eating you alive. And they kind of are. Um, I've had two terrible relationships with um, I think they were narcissistic. Um, and I was able to exit. They were borderline abusive or neglectful. And my question is that I, I don't really think I am passive feminine energy. I think I'm shy and I present that way initially, but as I become more comfortable, I, you know, fall into my true nature, which I'm actually more of, I think, masculine energy, which they find out and then they, that's when the fighting starts because, mm -hmm. because I'm actually more of a leader and I'm, you know, asking the questions. I really trust my, um, my instincts about things. So I, it's hard to lead me. It's hard for me to submit. Um, and I, the last relationship, I, you know, the guy met me in church and it seems like the church men are looking for women to submit. And, and I, I, I that's too general, but okay. That's been my experience, but I okay. just may have been the wrong men approaching me because of that passive energy initially. Um, well, I mean, I, I don't think, I think actually, I mean, I think if you want a masculine man, you know, the passive energy is good. The problem becomes when someone is taking advantage of that and not cherishing your feelings. And so that probably is my last relationship where um, he, he, like what you said initially, he wasn't a man of his word. There was incongruency between his words and his actions, and he just didn't have integrity, um, which I'm desperately looking for a man I can respect and look up to yes and I have yet to ever find that so <clears throat> it's hard for me I think it's hard for me to respect a man and have that more feminine energy when they they haven't earned it and they don't have integrity so I mm. guess I, I guess I'm unclear as to which way I really am. Am I feminine or? <laughs> well, like I said, everybody is both. And, you know, especially as women get older, we become more masculine because we have hormone changes and men become more feminine as when they go through andropause because of hormone changes. That doesn't mean that you can't 
still be a masculine man at age 60 or a feminine woman at age 60. You still can, but being aware of these dynamics will help you harness your energy in a way so that you and your partner are complementary and not having power struggles. So a couple of things that you've said are a little bit red flags. Like for example, if somebody, like you said, if somebody's words and deeds aren't lining up, that's a red flag, right? right? So that's not even a matter really of masculine or feminine energy, as much as it's just a matter of somebody who's not true to their word right. um, and has no integrity. And it's very difficult to have to negotiate with love or build a relationship built on trust based on trust with someone who doesn't have integrity look all of us can be jerks all of us can be assholes at times you know nobody has the market um you know exclusively cornered on that but what you try to do with your partner is build a foundation of trust and that is only done by the commitments you're willing to make and keep. Okay. This is a rubric that you can actually use for all of your relationships, but you really only know how much you love yourself or anyone else by the commitments you're willing to make and keep. So if somebody is not willing to make and keep commitments with you, they're out. Yeah. I let that relationship drag on way too long. And, um, I completely agree with you. So I, I missed the red flags though, because he was userly and it was kind of like a con artist. So in the beginning, the first couple of years, he was so great, but it was an act. And Mm. then once, once he proposed and I accepted, then the real him started to come out. Um, and, and I started to see that, but it's hard once you already love the person. Yes, yes. but you can only, you know, you could, you know, that's why it's best not to have intercourse until you have a commitment because sometimes the intercourse and the chemistry of that can really get in the way of thinking clearly and seeing things clearly. Um, Yes. But also it can also be a matter of practicing just with yourself. Like a lot of times, especially if you've had any childhood trauma, we're taught often, especially women, to discount our feelings, right? I'm cold. No, you're not cold. It's warm outside, right? Your mom might say that um, because it's inconvenient or she has no sweater for you or whatever. But in effect, what that does is discount your feelings and make you doubt your own feelings. So a lot of times women will have a gut instinct or notice something's wrong. But because they're habituated to discounting that information, they carry on like they never heard it. Right. And this is how, you know, this is how like long patterns of infidelity end up happening because there are signs, you know, if you're living with someone, you know, there are always signs and people who've had like who have woken up to long periods of infidelity have acknowledged, usually will acknowledge, yeah, there were signs, but I thought this, that, and the other. So part of it is learning to really listen to and heed your gut instinct. And you can do that by cherishing your own feelings. Because essentially, if a man isn't going to cherish your own feelings, then we got to do it for ourselves, right? Sometimes men men will do it first, but sometimes we got to do it for ourselves. 
And so if something feels off or something doesn't feel good to you as a woman, you can just say, no, this, I, I don't feel comfortable. Something feels off. Um, you know, every people are often scared about online dating because, you know, you can meet a stranger. It could be dangerous, blah, blah, blah. You know, those situations are fairly rare, but I will say this, that everybody who has escaped one of these like online dating scammers or killers or whatever it is, um, did so because they heeded a gut instinct. You know, they'll be like, oh, um, I knew something was off when he went to the bathroom, I left, you know, or I went to the bathroom, but then I left, or I said I had to go to the bathroom or whatever it is. People who've escaped um, these people um, have always said they did it because they noticed something off. They had a gut instinct. These are women who are used to heeding their gut instincts and it saved their lives. So I encourage you to just practice cherishing your feelings, which means, first of all, bringing an awareness to your feelings, which a lot of us, I mean, sometimes I work with people, they're like, what are feelings? Feelings are usually one word. So it's like, I feel sad. I feel happy. I feel confused. I feel insecure. I feel enthused. I feel refreshed. You know, these are feelings. If you're saying, I feel like you're a jerk, that's not a feeling. Okay. <laughs> that's not your truth. That's a thought that you're trying to give extra weight to by saying, I feel like. Um, so, practice cherishing your own feelings and then that will get your that will start to cultivate your gut instinct a little more so that if you are in a situation with somebody taking advantage of you because not all men are going to take advantage of you you know I hope you understand that yeah I might trust has been shaken a bit but yes I want to believe there are some great men out there. So yes, there absolutely are. And men are having a really hard time right now. They're taking a really bad rap. Everyone's telling them they're toxic. Um, you know, there are, are a lot of wonderful men out there, you know, sometimes we'll, you know, we pick men or we pick intimate partners that will fulfill the roles of our childhood scripting because, then we think we can resolve our issues. This is a subconscious or unconscious process that the psyche does. And so that's why you have to bring a lot of awareness. It's not really who you're attracting because you, usually women will attract any number of kinds of men, but it's who it's you're so choosing. It's so interesting because I did have a terrible abusive father growing up and I never wanted to end up with someone like him, but both men I had long-term relationships were very similar. Yeah. And that's how, and it's like, isn't that crazy? You think yes. you took everything you possibly could to pick someone <laughs> opposite and your psyche still outsmarted you. I mean, you can't plan this stuff. It's crazy. Right. right. <laughs> and that's because of something that's been identified by, well, by Freud and by a, a really great psychologist named Alice Miller. This is something we, we go into in, in the module package as well, um, which is called the repetition compulsion. And that me basically means you're doomed to repeat that, which you don't understand simply because something's familiar, you have a certain chemistry for it. And so that's why it takes so much awareness 
to change that because that chemistry will bring you comfort, but it won't bring you joy. So it's kind of a compromise when you get into those relationships. It's familiar to you. So you like that, but it's not what you want ultimately. Right. Well, I'm 48, so it's taken a while to, to, <laughs> to get clued in. Yeah. Well, some people don't get clued in their whole lives or only get this on their deathbed. So you're ahead of the game. I mean, everybody in this room really is because you guys are trying. Okay. Okay. I hope that helps. And I hope to um, hear your update, Helen. Okay. I have time for probably one more person. Vonica. Hi, Vonica. Oh, I can barely hear you. Can you get closer or speak up? Sure. Can you hear me better now? Yes, much better. How can um, I help you? Well, I just had um, a question or see what you would say in this scenario. So um, I work from home and um, I moved to a state where I, I moved to take care of a sick loved one and just ended up loving the state and state, but I don't have any friends or family out here. And for me, um, I'm very know what I want, not in a rush to get in a relationship because it's one of those things where I'm super in independent and um, I wouldn't mind having someone in my life, but I don't need someone in my life. So I'm like on these dating apps trying to find people and I'm really, really, because I've heard so many horror stories. I'm not having any luck at all because I, I'm like, I guess I'm kind of like eliminating people, like beyond eliminating people, probably way too You're fast. being paranoid. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, you know, if you don't want to video chat, then I'm not going to give you my time. Cause if we can't vibe, then why would I meet well, that you? That seems normal. That seems okay. Well, you know, a lot of people don't want to do that or there's a lot of fake accounts. And my approach is again, you know, like, um, great conversations or whatever the case is. But as soon as I say, let's go ahead and video chat so we can verify each other and see, do we, you know, have a cool vibe because I'm totally looking for that friend that turns into something more. You're definitely, yes, not, those are the best. Yeah. You're definitely not getting the cookie unless I know that it's something going, you know, to the next place. So, um, but you know, a lot of these guys, they shy away from that. That's and weird. I think that's a red flag. Probably fake accounts too, but it's keeping me single in my situation I work from home everybody that I work with are in different states um okay so you need help getting out there because it sounds like you're in a bad zone with the dating apps okay did you hear what I said about the five flirts I'm not I'm not I'm I'm don't drink coffee I'm not going to a coffee place to hang out um I um Pretty much my thing is like anime and like, you know, uh, manga. Like I'm a little bit of a nerd. So, well, that's cool. There's like yeah, a lot of manga bookstores and those are like communities. Those yeah, are communities that are having events in real life. Yeah, but there's kids at those stores. I'm, I'm an older woman, you know, I'm not. Well, there's young. both. I think, I mean, I, there's both. I actually, I had a client who just went to one of these cosplay things. Um, yeah I mean and it was all adults it was very like r-rated 
So, you know, I would look at things that you are normally interested in and also like Mm -hmm. look at things since you work from home and because of Um, COVID, look, everybody's really rusty. So if you get invited to go somewhere or a party's happening or an event or whatever it is, try to go, you know, because we got kind of introverted from COVID and some of us are already a little introverted and now we're we're a bit rusty um so you have since you especially since you work from home you have to make an effort to actually get out are you getting out at least once a day oh yeah i go i go to the gym i actually okay. i go to dance class i have a dance class i mean i do things that i like to do but there's just not guys there like i'll go to a comic book store cuz i like comics and i need to get the new Good. one Okay, there's, good. Not, there's not guys there. There's children there. Usually because of uh, around my age, guys, you know, kids and I don't even know. They're just, uh, I'm like denied. I know what I want. Denied. You know, <laughs> it's so hard. It's like, oh okay. my God, it's ridiculous. You okay, know, so did you hear the flirting me. technique that I put out there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you know which one you want more? Do you want your feelings cherished or your thoughts respected? I'm definitely a 50-50. There's no compromise. I want both, period. Okay. So then that means that you'll have to alternate with transactions with people. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. If if you're coming in with your thoughts, then you have to do the cherishing of the feelings. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Well, I think go try to find just some more in-person things you can do. And use the eye contact and smile when you're out just doing your life and doing your errands. And you will meet people this way. You know, I'm very social. So it's not like when I get out, I'm like, oh my God, don't look at me. I like compliment people on their shoes and their clothes. It's not that. It's just, I'm not, there's not that. I'm not having that connection or meeting that that guy. I don't have well, a problem with that. If I see a guy in a cute outfit, I'm like, oh my God, you are fire today. You know, like I don't have Right, problems. but if you want to be in the feminine energy, you wouldn't be the first person to approach. And so sometimes what happens is women, and you sound like really intelligent, you already said you're strong and all that stuff. Look, women are amazing. You know, we can do it all, but do you want to continue doing it all? Because if you don't, then you have to make a space in your life for, for the other person. And so that's what's kind of behind the complementary energy part of it. So you're either going to have to go and cherish a man's feelings or you're going to have to try respecting his thoughts. And meeting a guy and going on a date, it's not like a job interview. It's not like just being social. It's a different deal. When you're if you're going in with so much friendliness that I'm just concerned that it could be killing the chemistry off the top of the bat. You know what I'm saying? Right. So unless the other person is extremely shy and passive, the chemistry is not going to be there. If you're going in with that much, like, Hey, how, you know, that's great for a friendship and that, you know, you need to network for work. But for romantic communication, 
You don't want so much equality. You want that equity like I was talking about. And it's kind of a subtle nuance difference. It, it takes a little while to understand it. One of the things that I really like um, about Native American societies, if you've studied them at all, is they have a very equitable society that also acknowledges the differences between men and women. The men, yes, they're out there hunting and doing all that, and, you know, being brave and all that. Um, the women, yeah, they take care of the kids. But in a Native American society, that is a very valuable role because the women, the elder women of the tribe are the ones who choose the chiefs because they've known all the kids since they were little because they took care of them. So in this way, we have equity in which both sides have power, but it's not a power struggle. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I hear what you're saying. I just, okay. I don't, I hear what you're saying. Okay. Was, it's fine if you don't, you don't have to do it. You can keep oh, going the way you're going. I see what you're saying. I appreciate your time and even, uh, you know, are attempting to address it. It's just, one of those things where if I, you know, give you a compliment and you're not strong enough to be like, oh my God, you know, she's nice too. If they even thought that then, okay, well, you know, I don't know what to say about that. Right. I a hundred percent get what you're coming from. And I wish it was like that too. Sometimes like, I don't like it either. Sometimes I've been married like, you know, a while and mm -hmm. there's times I know I'm smarter. I know I can do it better but I shut my mouth to respect my husband and it's hard, but I've learned that if I'm going all the time, if I'm coming up with the, all the ideas and all the stuff, I get burnt out. Yeah. So I was, I married, I was married for 11 years. So I, I definitely know about that give and take, no doubt about yeah. it. It's definitely. Just, yeah. Sometimes I like to sit back and receive in my personal relationship. And that mm -hmm. means I have to take my foot off the control mm -hmm. and it's hard, but you know, nobody does it perfect. Oh, for sure. <laughs> sure. Thanks for sharing. Oh, of course. Thank you for sharing. And thank you guys all for coming. I'm going to wrap it up now because it's seven and I really do these for an hour. I'm here on meetup. Um, you can here, I'll put my stuff in one more time. This is how you can find me. I put up original stuff on Instagram and TikTok every day. I will be starting to teach this work in a more concentrated form. Um, I only teach it a few times a year. So if you're interested, this one's starting in um two weeks and it's on a saturday for the first time usually i teach it at night so you can sign up there in the module package link um you can check out the podcast to hear this recording um and if i don't hear from you in that time i hope to speak to you soon thanks for coming guys <laughs>